Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Beards in a Pod. New beard, who this? Thank you for joining us on this beautiful evening of Friday, April 9th, 2021. I'm Chase. I'm Seth. And welcome to the show. So, uh, Seth, you've been quite busy lately with your little projects, man. You made your rod holder. Uh, yeah. You made your knife holder. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else you got cooking there? Well, it's well, like you said, like I've been uh, making some scrap wood masterpieces here because mm. uh, a lot of that was just leftover wood from uh, either the scrap pile or, uh, you know, from my shelves that I made. Okay. But uh, now I got a, my new thing in the works is uh, I found my grandfather's la- lathe and uh, I'm going to make a bench for that and set that up. Got some future table legs i want to make maybe a chair okay you know yeah because uh, you're like you're pretty you're pretty handy when it comes to that kind of stuff i i get it honest my dad was a industrial designer so it's like i i can look at something and kind of like picture in my head and then do a quick sketch and be like yeah it's probably about six <laughs> inches this way you gotta and a lot of people forget about this all the time and sometimes i'll forget actual dimension size of lumber as opposed to like what they say on the what they say on the the sticker you know i, for, what I forget mean, what the what do you mean well the size of a two by four is not two inches by four inches oh, okay you know the actual is actually like one and a half uh inches by i think it was like three by three inches I feel Three like I'm. I feel like I'm getting ripped off. Where's my other like inch and a half of wood? <laughs> That's what she said. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all in all seriousness, it's it. it I think there there's some uh, logic behind it because you gotta understand like uh, these are just meant for framing. It's framing lumber okay. for these dimensions a lot of times. And through the years, it's like they, they actually had a milling process. And the idea was you had some buffer, I think. And, like, you would lose some wood during the milling process or something like that. I'm, I'm not completely 100%. But, yeah, yeah. There, there is an actual dimensional size and then there's, like, the theoretical dimensional size. Because I feel like someone's, like, back there in the shop, like, cutting all this wood and they're like, ah, close enough. They'll never yeah, know. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. It's like, it's crazy because, like, sometimes you'll, you'll, if you look at a two by four, you kind of notice, like, there's no, like, right angles on yeah. all the edges are rounded down. And that's just per, to prevent kind of, like, splintering it for, like, it hitting, like, or getting caught on something a little bit like mm, that. Okay. So yeah, maybe that's rounding down is like where you're losing like your actual. I, I think that's part of it. But then again, that's like a whole half inch. Yeah. I mean, that's quite a, I mean, but you gotta think if you, you know, you take a, 
a side, if you will, and you take the whole side down on each four sides or six sides, you know, or eight sides, ten sides, you know, because you got four sides on the top, four sides on the bottom, and then four yep. sides on around the whole thing. I mean, that could be an inch and a half right there. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to tell you this. Eludes us. <laughs> yeah, you lose a half inch. <laughs> You're losing the half inch either way you look at it. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm telling you, telling you I, I can see you doing this later on, going down to Home Depot with your measuring <laughs> tape. You're like, that's not a two by four. It's not exact. <laughs> that's not the well, one. I'm, that's that's, that's not, not the one. one. I was like, lumber prices are crazy already. I'm paying six bucks for this two by four. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Yeah, but no, no, it's uh, yeah, I've I've just enjoyed woodworking lately, and uh, a couple little projects. I know you 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 got pretty interested in how I made my uh, fishing pole holder. Yeah, I, I thought it was just really nifty. I mean, I remember you kind of like explaining it a little bit. Um. You know, they used a pool noodle, noodle, but then I like looked at the pictures and I was like, man, that's burlap around that pool noodle. Yeah, no, I didn't use pool noodle on that one. Oh, okay. Because like I couldn't find a pool noodle at that time, and I, I'd feel bad just going to like my neighbor's house and stealing one of their pool noodles. <laughs> <laughs> like throw a dollar on their porch, and be like, ah, out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and I wasn't going all the way down to Dollar Tree. I'm not taking the 20 minute drive that way just for a pool noodle. So just so y'all know, there are some pictures on, on our Instagram or whatever you uh, were in the Facebook for those who follow us on there. Um, and you can actually go back and see these pictures. So explain the one that is on the page. Then the, the non pool noodle one, how in the heck did you make that one? Well, that is a scrap wood masterpiece. If I ever did say, uh, basically what I did was I had some leftover two by fours and some leftover plywood of odd dimensions. So what I did, I made a bottom box for like the rod ends to lean into. And so I could like throw maybe like a spare reel in there. And, uh, I just made that out of plywood and about three, two by four kind of squares okay just so i put the rods in there but you're probably thinking about what i nailed to the wall there yes that is literally i made a two i had a two by four i drilled about eight holes along the same line about i think it was like two inches apart from each other probably three inches apart from each other uh drilled them with a was it, I forget which bit I used, but probably is about an inch, inch drill bit, drilled holes into there. And I took my miter saw and just kept making passes down to the hole, not going through the whole piece of lumber, but down to the holes I made with the drill. And what's a, what's a miter saw? What is that? Cause I don't know what that is. Uh, a miter saw is a saw. Um, okay. Like, you know, when you see that you're, Circular hand saws. Yes. A miter saw, just kind of a stationary version of that. It's the one where you 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 slice down onto your piece of lumber there. Okay. I got you. Yeah. It's like you probably have one in your garage and don't know 
Is that the one you have it? The big table, and it's got like you know you crank down on it, and then once it gets to a certain thing, the the safety piece will like lift, and then the saw will engage. Yeah, some pe- some of them have safety uh, okay. latches on it. Mine doesn't because it was a craftsman and I broke the the handle, so I had to make a handle for it. <laughs> and I took out the safety piece on it, so I was like, I don't need a safety latch. <laughs> this is screwed together with plywood and a nice handle. <laughs> You're like, and duct tape. <laughs> safety is out the window at this point. Safety, awesome. I am safety. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need uh, a manufacturer to tell me what's safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so you drilled, or I mean, you sawed the down to the holes or whatever. Yeah, without going through it. the wood. Yeah, yeah. and then, uh, and what you're talking about that burlap, you know, you know what that actually is. What is that? That is a drawer liner. Oh, even better. You know. If, like for your cabinets and your your drawers and stuff it's, yeah it's soft it's kind of foamy okay and what i did was uh this is i, I always think spray on adhesives are an underutilized part of kind of crafting a bit sometimes right because you can get a good hold on stuff like that like you just spray i just sprayed it all over the two by four and then you kind of got to carefully measure out and pre, pre-cut out that kind of fabric drawer liner and stuff. And you to- toss it over there and you just cut slits where you're going to put your holes. Okay. You know, for your poles. And then you stick it right in there. And it keeps it pretty, pretty nice. Get, yeah. It, 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 yeah. No, it, like it all looked like it was like meant to be there. You know what I mean? So that's like always a plus. Yeah, like especially you kind of want to use that soft stuff so you're not damaging your poles. Like if you just put it in like you know some two by four, it just rubbing against wood all the time or something like that. Right. You know you're going to create some wear on your pole or, uh, you know just scratch it a lot to where it's like, I know it's just a fishing pole, but you know. No, I mean fishing poles to look nice a bit. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know like, and I know I'm not the only one. Um, but, I mean, when it comes to, like, a, getting a good rod, like, like my rod and reel combo is, like, it's over $200 set up. Exactly. You spend a you lot know, of money. Like, You can drop some, some cash. And that's, like, I mean, that's probably, like, middle tier. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, like, hey, I'm, a, I'm your average slash avid fisherman, basic fisherman, and... I'm going out, you know, quite frequently to go fishing. Yeah. So. I've been uh, kind of looking at, like, I'm not as fancy as that. I am the $20 reel at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, $20 or $200 or, or 400 you know, you still want to keep your stuff nice. That's, like, the, the point. That is true. It's like you want to keep it nice. Like, because uh, my biggest thing is, like, when people kind of throw their fishing rods everywhere and you always, you always kind of like set it up for like the next time you're going fishing. Right. It always gets tangled up with the other reels and rods. Right. If you just throw it willy nilly and it's like that gets annoying. And then they always end up breaking. Cause like they're a strewn in your garage. Right. And you're going to like lay something on it, but yeah. 
I mean, but no, it's it was uh it was really it was really well put together. I I uh enjoyed it. I was like, man, I I bet I could make something like that. So uh thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. So Yeah. I've never been real handy myself. You know, I'm good at other things. You know, uh you you want somebody to build something, um not probably the guy you should call first. You need something taken down with a sledgehammer, give me a call. Yeah, I'm your, I'm your guy. So like Yeah, I'll call you for when I'm drinking some beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a it's some help demolishing a, a 30 rack. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but that's awesome. I'm glad that you're like, you know, really handy like with that kind of stuff. So that's good. Yeah, it's like I it's kind of hard for me to explain like on this when I'm not like showing pictures or anything, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know for sure. And you know, like for our listeners, like if y'all want to see like maybe like a how-to video or just like a video of him doing this stuff, like you know, shoot us a message or let us know. You know what I mean? And like, sure, we can like set that up because I think that would be easy. Just kind of setting your phone off to the side, you know, like a wide angle view or whatever. Oh yeah, you just record like you doing the work with no no like sound or anything you don't have to like talk and we could just like throw music in there i think that'd be pretty cool yeah we we could probably do that because they like you just hear me cussing all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll just like there'll be like it'll play on instagram and it'll say this video has no sound <laughs> yeah it's like it'd be like me rocking out to like death leopard in the back <laughs> oh, man. that's awesome yeah no yeah. that's great yeah, I'll I'll probably do it. You know, I think my next project, I, I have to wait off on the, the bench for a while, create some space in the garage, but I think my next one will probably be another knife holder. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, with all these, like, crafts and, do and you know, DIY projects that you do, like, what would you say your favorite tool to use is? Like, what's your favorite, like, little go-to, like, for probably every project that you do? Well, me, I always like putting my name and everything. Okay. Or, uh, you know, a little detail work sometimes. So maybe a Dremel tool? Yeah, my Dremel, I think. Yeah. Just just for, like, the little detail stuff that I do. But it's, like, if I have to go for, like, a, a go-to, like, I used every, every project since here to the end of time, it'd probably be my, my cordless drill. Okay. Just yeah, because, what... like, it's so convenient. Right. No, I, I mean, I couldn't imagine... Not having like a handheld tool, like a drill. I I feel like a drill is just like a good drill is important because you're either like putting something together or taking something apart or actually like drilling holes into something. Oh or, yeah, or hanging something. I mean, it's very like it's probably the most versatile tool in my opinion out there. Oh yeah, especially like the drills they have now. Like I, I tell you what, like the, with the different battery lives and uh, the power, and like you, you got some drills that are just specifically meant for one thing or another, and then you got like regular drills that are uh, like your regular Dewalts, which are so versatile. Right. Um, not like a impact driver, where it's like they have the Dewalt imp- uh, impact uh, driver there, which is basically a drill. Right, but just made made for your bolt, so you don't strip your machine meddling your machine meddling and all that. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, 
but dude, I, I'll tell you what, like I even, there's so many different attachments that you can get for that. Like I got a wire brush for mine, stripped all the paint off the furniture off out the outdoor furniture and just repainted everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like super like versatile. Yeah. My dad, he, um, used to have a Dremel and a really cool story about that is like, he has this table. Uh, I think he still has it. Um, but he used to be a, uh, youth, youth minister at one of our, at the church we used to go to. Oh, and the group of guys that went through what we did was we took that Dremel tool and we just like, kind of like carved and our names and initials into the the table for him one one time and like through the years we just kind of like added to it here and there and stuff like that so it was a lot of fun um but yeah man that that was yeah general tools are a lot of fun and you don't have to be you don't have to be a pro i think to like enjoy using one no you don't like honestly like it's so funny because i have You've seen my handwriting. It yeah. Is, it is really bad. It is. It is. It quite... is not any better with the Dremel. <laughs> <laughs> it's I almost like, enjoy... it's almost automatically always cursive. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I try to do block. And <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like, it's one of those tools. If you take your time and, you know, you, you can, you can get really good at it. Um, it's like, no, no one's going to be perfect. Right. Like doing doing these projects is do your best, and like I know I was joking around about safety earlier, but it's like, you know, you just be safe. Don't cut off your own fingers or anything. You know? Right? Yeah. No, for sure. So, all right, guys. Well, we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and after the break, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna talk about other stuff that we like to do, and we'll be back right after this. Hey guys, welcome back. So right before the break, we were just discussing, you know, some DIY projects that Seth has done and how handy I am not when it comes to building things. Uh, but now we're going to talk about yeah. uh, some other stuff that we like to do. Um, not necessarily a hobby, so don't uh, get too riled up over there. But um, where are you at, like, in collecting? Do you, like, collect anything? Because I feel like I feel like everybody collects something in their own way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's like I do kind of have collections a bit. I think it's more like wh what happens, I think you can attest to this being true. Okay. You, you have interests. Right. And you expand those interests, and somehow they turn into collections. Mm, yeah. And that's kind of what I'm getting at, is, like, you have some people who are, like, avid collectors, right? Like, uh, I used to collect shot glasses, right? Oh, like, yeah. Like, way back that when when I was doing that. <laughs> no, too, I, I too totally understand. Shots. I'm too old for shots now. Took one too many Jaegers to the head. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Um but like like you said, like watches and hats. I could say that I hands down have 
a watches and hats collection, right? Yeah, especially hats. But it's because I like a good hat. Not like I'm going out and I'm like, oh my goodness, I want that hat for my collection of hats. Yeah, exactly. It's like it stems from an interest in something, and you're just kind of like, that's that's pretty handy right there, or like that's pretty (laughs) nice. I like that. Right. I'm gonna take that home. It's like it, it, and all of a sudden you're like, look, look in your closet, and you're like, gosh darn it, I have a, I have a hat collection. Yeah. How this happen? I, I mean, I could honestly say that I probably have a dozen hats, maybe more, where th- that actually get worn on a regular basis. Like I purposely like rotate them out because because if it's just sitting there not getting worn, I'll get rid of it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Or because too torn up or whatever. I've I've gotten to that point. And it's like some I'll be honest, like I don't know if you run into this. Some hats are kind of hard to get rid of. Yes. Or like some things out of your collection, because you're just like, I remember when I got that, I was at the beach and I want everyone else to know I was at the beach that day. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and that that kind of that kind of happens. Like I have a I have an Alabama hat that's uh multicam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I mean, I love Alabama. I love hats. And it was like, I bought the hat, but I've probably worn that hat. Man, I've probably worn that hat a dozen times. And that's it. Yeah. It doesn't get worn very often, but I don't think I'd ever get rid of it. I know. I got some Ohio State hats that are like that, and some of them are flat build. And I yeah. don't like flat build, so I don't wear it. Okay. I see. But it was, a, it was the Fiesta Bowl, Ohio State. Oh, well, see, and that's... I, yeah, that's different. That's something you kind of like put on your dresser. Yeah. Or you put on your your dash to your car, your truck or whatever and you kind of like show it off almost. Yeah, it's like uh I've been thinking about it too. I'm just like cuz uh, I I I don't I don't even realize like you somehow end up with these collections like and some some collections you don't su- suspect them having, but others you purposely have. Like right. me I have a I have a Hard Rack Cafe collection. I okay. like going to Hard Rack Cafes and you, and getting a T-shirt and a glass. So, out of like, because I'm assuming like if you're like you know searching for those glasses and you know going to these like seeking them out, like are you, you're like hand washing these glasses, right? Like stuff like that, like or or you're not, oh, even, yeah. or you're not even using the glasses. I'm not. I'm not using the glasses. Okay. Yeah, like you can see they're they're right there behind me on this shelf, right next to the Stein oh, wow. collection. Okay, I see. So how many how many hard rack cafe glasses do you have? Uh let me do a quick count. Uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Which is I mean pretty substantial considering, you know Yeah. There, there aren't like a ton of hard rock cafes like What's like the craziest one that you've gotten? Like for a craziest uh, place you you went to, like get for, it. I would have to say Tbilisi. Tbilisi was a weird one to go to. Where the heck is that? That, <laughs> that Tbilisi is the capital of Georgia. Oh, like in Europe, you know, like Eurasia. Kind oh. of Georgia is like right above Turkey. Wow. So yeah, they. They still have. They're still recovering from the Cold War. All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like that Hard Rock 
cafe glass like might you might want to put that in like a hard case or something like <laughs> i know it was interesting though it was a, like i enjoyed i enjoyed that being there too like it was it was such a cool experience and i don't know the it was hot i'm just gonna say it was hot to begin <laughs> to start out with but no it was, it was cool and i was I, i'll never be able to like some of those because i got it when i was in the army like in europe so i'm not gonna get go back to any of those places again right yeah what so do, do you like accept them as like say uh do you so do you have like one from the because i'm sure there's a hard rock cafe in vegas in las vegas like, i've never been to vegas right so like if say someone went to vegas and they were like man i went to the hard rock cafe and i thought of you and i got you a glass would you like add it to the collection or you be like, no, I'm good. Like I want to go and get this glass myself. You see, that's, that's the thing. Cause I like going to the hard rack cafes myself. I like okay. getting the burger. I like getting the beer. Right. Like heck. I, the most recent one I went to was in pigeon forge, like not super fancy or anything. We were just, we were in Gatlinburg and I was like, Oh, Hey, let's stop for lunch here. Right. And we ate, we had uh, lunch next to Conway Twitty's guitar, so <laughs> <laughs> you know. Because I mean, and I, you know, I might be saying something completely crazy, but I'm ninety nine percent sure that I've never been to a Hard Rock Cafe. Well, I'll be honest; like, it, it's kind of like eating in a, a music museum or something like that. Like, it's fun. Like, I'm not saying it's the end all be all. I just got into the collecting because I was like. I'm not going to go to these places ever again. Right. I'm going to like, we, we used to call it like the third embassy. <laughs> We're going to these places. <laughs> the first one's obviously like the U S actual embassy. The second one's McDonald's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the hard rack cafe. <laughs> there you go. Kind of like the, everybody goes here. Everybody knows what's going on. Everyone's chill. Like we're all, yeah. it's all, it's all good here. It's all good. Here. <laughs> it's all good here. Like we just roll in and like, yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I could say like, so you have like your glasses collection. I could say like, I have a collection of knives. Oh, okay. So now here's, here's the catch to my knife collection. The knife has to be a functional knife. Like you're not going to go through my knife collection if I'm like some kind of crazy like katana triple piece that sits on my like, you know, dresser or something. It's all going to be something you can like put in your pocket or a bag and like go to work or go to use this knife. It has to be a functional knife. I mean, yeah. I, I probably have 20 knives. Easy. That's a that's a substantial collection. Like are and like and none of them are like cooking knives or anything. Like nope. They're, they're not, all, like old hickory butcher knives or nope. They're all like you know hunting slash pocket pocket knives. Okay, so I, I'm gonna call those belt knives. You know something you could put on your belt. Like they usually come with like their sheath that you'd put on your has a little belt loop or anything, or you stick in your pocket. You know right. Yeah, or you can like get like a a holder or you know uh that goes on your belt. Right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's like my definitely like my thing that I collect is is knives. I 
I like that. I think that's pretty cool because, like, sometimes you get people that collect things and they're like never going to use it, right? And it, it's, they're they're literally just it's pure decoration. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Like all those knives, like I make sure, like that I rotate out. Now there are a few knives that, um, I don't hardly ever use. Um, they kind of like I'll use them. But it'll be like, I know for a fact that I'm not going to be doing anything crazy. Like, there's a knife that I have. It is a, a technically it's a K bar, but it's actually really cool because it's like a it's a pocket knife. Oh, but it was made okay. by K bar. But I got it when I when I reenlisted one year. Oh, as a gift? As a, yeah, as my reenlistment gift. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're th so the army actually gave you this. Yes, the army actually gave me this. So, did you take that instead of the signing bonus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little did I know. Little did I know. Like, all right, well, you took the gift, so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got like the worst deal or no deal ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can have one in the box, or you can take the check. I yeah. Box. I want the box. What the box. <laughs> It's like this huge box. <laughs> I lift it up and it's like a little pocket knife in there. <laughs> you got zonked, my friend. You got zonked. <laughs> well, so what was really cool about it is like the reenlistment officer that was doing um, my reenlistment or whatever actually was like, all right, listen, like I don't have any gifts for you right now. Well, it was actually kind of like a um, like a box, no box situation. It was like you can have something from the office right now. And it was like a t-shirt, a mug or a sweater right. or whatever. And, but then she was like, but if you wait until later, I'm trying to get one of these knives. Like I'm trying to get like a, a few of these knives. And I was like, why won't they like, why is it a, if like, why is this like debatable? Like, yeah. It's just a pocket knife. Like it shouldn't be like that big of a deal. And she told me, she told me the reason why it's because they have they had ordered knives in the past and given them out as reenlistment gifts and soldiers had gone out gotten drunk got into a fight and stabbed somebody with the reenlistment knife <laughs> <laughs> that would happen yeah it's you know i bet you that was probably in you know those clubs right off of post yeah. i imagine <laughs> right outside the parking lot oh yeah watch this war horse <laughs> yeah three eight flying ponies <laughs> for real man that was like the true story i was like you're kidding she's like no i'm serious i was like all right well, I, I like, love well, how you make it sound too, because like it sounds like you're choosing from like the crappiest like Chuck E. Cheese prize case. <laughs> it's like you want the pencil eraser, you want the T-shirt, <laughs> you want the the water bottle. The yeah. water bottle is gonna leak in a week. Yeah, and the, it's made in China. <laughs> it's got the print on there. It's gonna rub off after like two cycles in the dishwasher. Like, yeah. Or you want the hoodie that you'll never be able to wear. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it's gonna shrink in the wash. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I was just like, no, I want, I want the knife. Like, I promise not to stab anybody with that knife. I won't stab anybody <laughs> with that knife. Um, 
But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing like the MPs like lot evidence locker right now, just full of three eight cab knives. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, but yeah, so it, it was kind of cool. So I waited and I waited, you know, and got it, got it. I've gotten some really good like reenlistment gifts though, um, out of like reenlisting. Uh, I got one. I got a I got a coffee mug one time that had like a locking lid. It had a little button. You could like push oh. it, and it like the lid like you couldn't sip out of it. I got a really nice, nice. I got a really nice duffel bag. Um. I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten some pretty good. I've got. You some got pretty, some swag. Yeah, you I got. got some, you got. I got some pretty good ones. Like oh. stuff that you obviously couldn't just go out to the PX and buy. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, yeah, you could. I mean, yes, I could go buy, you know, like a duffel bag or whatever. But this one was like, you know, stay three eight. It had like the, you know, the like the nice symbol, and I mean, it was probably that duffel bag. It was like one of the like the dome shaped duffel bags that holds like a whole bunch of stuff instead of oh, like, so like the good so the good ones not like the crappy ones they force you to buy at, at like at maps and stuff right yeah i mean this is like a, a like a, a bag that's been i mean i've taken that bag to iraq and back okay you know what i'm saying like it's been it's been around the world and and survived so uh i mean that, that bag was probably a 60 70 dollar bag you know what I mean? They're handing them out as like reenlistment gifts. So, I mean, I've gotten some, I've gotten some pretty good ones. But yeah, man, all the money they spend on the swag when really you wanted the signing bonus. <laughs> I mean, I think I would have taken the bonus, yeah. But I mean, they just weren't available some most times. You know, what all I mean? right, you just... can take the bonus, <laughs> or you could have what's behind curtain number three or in the box. Yeah. <laughs> It's always you always choose the box no matter what. It's always, always the box. Always the box. You never volunteer and you always choose the box. The box. <laughs> rule rule number one as a soldier, never volunteer. No. You'll get voluntold enough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So no, yeah. Um and then uh I can't really say that I have like a legitimate other collection other than knives. I, well, I will say my watch. I have a watch collection. I can say I have a watch collection. I probably have. Let's see. Mm, I got. I got probably about a half a dozen watches. Okay, now I think this is kind of bringing up a good point as to what what number authorizes a, a collection. Like mm, that is a good what question. Does it, what what does it go from? Oh no, I just have you know a couple hard rack cafe glasses. But what what makes that into a collection? Okay, you know, what what's the magic number you'd say? What what's the word like? Okay, if if somebody said if somebody said I have a couple, that's two, right? Yeah. If I have a few, that's usually three to five. Would you say uh, three to five is a few? I say I say that's in the realm. Okay, I say that's in the realm. Maybe pushing five. You say three to four is a few of something. Yeah, I have a few dishes. Right, there's three to four, five dishes. Yeah, make, right. 
I would say if you have one thing and it is six and above, you are like, okay, if you're like, if you are six to eight, you're like, you can like say maybe possibly I have a collection, right? If you have nine or more, 100% you have a collection of something. Okay. It's it, like, I, I can I can see that because it's like, I feel like, I think think the word is if the word plethora comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have like a dozen of something, you definitely have like a collection. Whether or not you yeah. like to collect it or not, it's still a collection. And I shoes. Like I used to have a collection of shoes. Yeah, I at that at that point I guess I would have a collection of worn out boots. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't I just can't throw them away. I'm like these are still good. I can right. take them down to the shoe repair guy and he'll resold them for me. <laughs> yeah, and I and I think like a collection too is like what you know cuz honestly someone looking at my knife collection would probably say, okay, well, these knives aren't – it isn't a collection of knives because, you know, you're using these knives on a regular basis. Yeah, I think that also kind of attains into it because I feel like it has to have some sort of meaningful value to either the person or – because, like – it. By the numbers we're throwing out here right now, anytime you buy a box of screws at Lowe's, you have a collection of screws. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You know? So I feel like it has to have some I, – I, I don't want to say, like, monetary value. Right. But possibly some – I say maybe emotional value of some sort. Right. I mean, and that's because, like, so my collection of watches, right? Yeah. Like, I don't wear every single watch with every single outfit, right? Like, like you got like a leather band watch. I'll have one. I'll have one with a black band leather, and I'll have one with a brown leather, and then I have one with a a, a white tannish leather. Then I have a watch with an all white band, and then I have a fully metal watch, like a white or a metal, like a watch with a metal band. And okay, each of those things can be either dressed up or dressed down. You wear, you know, black watch with darker clothes. You wear a brown watch with lighter clothes. You wear the tan watch with everything. The tan watch band can be dressed up or dressed down really easily. You know what I mean? Uh, right. It's probably my favorite watch because. It's it's one of those watches where if I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt and tennis shoes and I have the watch on, it's casual, but it's nice. But if I throw a button up and a tie and I roll my sleeves up and I throw on my suit and I put that watch on, I just I just I just dress that watch up. Very like uh, yeah. super like super versatile, you know what I mean? So, so kind of like when you're like you have your belt you wear every day, but then you realize it's a reversible belt, so you yeah. flip it around for the wedding you're going to go to. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, I think it just has like a lot of uh, there's a lot of variables because like like I said, someone might look at my collection of knives and say that's not a collection. I say it is a collection because I 
will go to a place like I mean I've I've been guilty of this. I've gone to like a different state, gone to a store where and I'll go to the nice section because their their Walmart is different from my Walmart and they might have a really nice knife in the in the case and I'll be like, I want that knife. Oh yeah. But my like, but my thing is is like it's, it has to be functional. So that's my rule to myself for my collection of knives. When someone looking in might be like, "Oh, you just have a bunch of knives." Yeah, I I think that that's definitely a, that plays into it a lot. And uh, one place I you should check out if you ever get a chance, if you're ever in like Tennessee or near Pigeon Forge, the knife works. Ooh, I sounds... I think dangerous <laughs> or my wallet it's on the cutting edge oh <laughs> yeah. i don't want to be you know cutting hairs or anything here <laughs> oh my goodness gracious <laughs> jokes oh yeah no yeah i'll definitely have to like check them out so yeah well yeah, I think we're about to, you know, we're slicing up the time here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, guys, that's all the time we have. We're at the cutting edge of technology here, so we'll be <laughs> signing off. And yeah. uh, wishing you guys all the best. We'll see you next time. all the time we have today thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next week until then stay frosty